Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Hey, before we go into this amazing interview that I have for you today with Dr. Shauna Shapiro, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. If you're seated Indian style, sit on the floor and lean back against something. And if you're seated in a chair, just go ahead and uncross your legs and place your palms open on your lap in both positions. Let's go ahead and close our eyes. And before we begin, let's do a quick shoulder roll. It feels so good. So pinch your shoulders up on the inhale. Inhale really big, all the way up to your ears and roll them back and down. And let's try that again. Go ahead and inhale and pinch your shoulders up to your ears. And on the exhale, just roll them back and down. And now with your palms open on your lap, go ahead and close your eyes and sit comfortably. And let's begin to breathe together. Breathe in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. And on the exhale, Just let go of any tension you feel and relax. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being on the inhale. Exhale and sink a little bit deeper. And breathing in again through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand. Pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. Exhale and relax. And taking another deep breath in of pure golden sunlight to the tips of your fingers and your toes through your whole body, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing that you feel grateful for. Just one. And as you breathe in that golden gratitude to every cell of your being, Exhale any tension you feel in your body and let it go. And breathing in again, pure golden gratitude to every cell of your body, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhale and relax. And taking in another deep breath of golden gratitude. As you breathe that into every cell of your body on the exhale, go ahead and let that be a cascading waterfall of joy coming down and over you. And taking another deep breath in of golden gratitude. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you to every part of your body. And feeling the joy of that gratitude one more time as you breathe in golden gratitude, exhale, and open your eyes. Well, I am so excited to share with you once again my favorite guest um, speaker on mindfulness, 
Dr. Shana Shapiro. She's a best-selling author, clinical psychologist, and internationally recognized expert in mindfulness and self-compassion. And when you listen to this interview, you'll know why. She's a professor at Santa Clara University and has published over 150 papers and three critically acclaimed books translated into 16 languages. Shauna has presented her research to the King of Thailand, to the Danish government, to Bhutan's Gross National Happiness Summit, and the World Council of Psychotherapy, as well as to Fortune 100 companies, including Google, Cisco Systems, and LinkedIn. I am just so um, honored that Shauna is um, coming to the podcast today. Also, I want to announce that we are launching a very special happiness training course with Shauna as the main teacher. So of mindfulness, it's called You Can Be Mindful, Practicing Mindfulness for Clarity and Calm. And I think this is especially um, amazing during this time because of what we're going through as a globe. There's never been a time like now to become more clear, to become more mindful. And our, as you're going to hear um, through Shauna, the practice of mindfulness is so powerful because Shauna says what you practice grows stronger. With that, I would like to welcome Dr. Shauna Shapiro to the podcast today. Hey, Shauna, welcome. Hi, Chris. Thank you. I love starting with the golden pause. It makes me so happy. Thank you. It always brings me into my center too. So we just finished up a 21 days of resiliency series. And so I thought this would be a great time to have you on during all of this just unrest people are feeling and having their freedom taken away and having um, so many moms are homeschooling their kids while trying to get their work done at home. And I imagine that this, um, you've heard many stories about how this has created chaos in many people's worlds while we're actually called to just hunker down <laughs> and be at home for the first time in um, the history really of this globe. Many people around the world have chosen to stay at home, not even just for themselves to stay well, but for um, to keep other people well and to not burden our healthcare system. And I think that's so beautiful that we're all connected in that way. Yet it's all calling on us to be incredibly resilient in ways that we've never been challenged before. And so I just wanted to um, have you on and talk to you about, you know, first of all, like how has this been testing you personally? Because I know it's been testing me. I've shared a lot about that on the podcast. But how are you able to um, just make those shifts into um, being more resilient and calm and teaching others to do the same during this time. I think what you're saying is really important, Chris. I think all of us have been experiencing the, the impact of this in our nervous systems, in our hearts, and I certainly have not been immune to that. It's been a lot of significant changes. And I think what you said is incredibly valuable, and I wanna just highlight it, which is, we're all in this together and it's requiring tremendous compassion and compassion for ourselves and compassion for each other. And what I found is that I need to spend even more time with my practices so that I can build my resilience to face the challenges. 
And I'm, I'm reminded of a story from Thich Nhat Hanh. He said in Vietnam, when they were fleeing Vietnam to go to France, they were on these boats. And he said, if it became stormy or if sea pirates came, he said, if everyone on the boat panicked, all was lost. But if even one person could remain calm, it changed the entire trajectory of what happened. And so for me, there's this, there's this motivation to practice mindfulness and compassion that is both supporting myself and also allowing me to build these resources that I can offer to my family and to this world. Well, I love that so much because, um, of course, you know, that is the best way that we can impact others. Each and every one of us is energetically to be um, the person that can really be in the eye of the storm and stay calm. I love that so much. That's such a great point, Shauna. So in mindfulness, in the field of mindfulness, how do you describe what happens in the brain um, as far as the science goes to people that, um, you know, what, what's happening in your brain in order to stay clear and in order to stay calm in stressful times? Well, what happens when we get stressed is we tend to get very narrowly focused um, and we, we lose our systemic thinking. We lose our cognitive flexibility, our ability to shift perspectives, and we really lose our capacity for empathy and compassion. And that's why these practices are so helpful is they invite us to pause right in the midst of the challenge and to return to our greater wisdom, to our higher order reasoning. And I think what people don't realize is the toll that this chronic stress of sheltering in place, we're, we're kind of all under stress at all times. And that's why it's so essential to engage in practices that grow resources, that build our resilience, because every single day is costing us just by by having to you know like you said so much of our typical life and our freedoms are limited and so we're having to cultivate this interior freedom and i liken it to let's say you have a glass that's full of water and you just pour a little bit more in it overflows and so for me what meditation practice does is it kind of empties out my glass a little bit each morning so i have greater capacity to take in more water Oh, that's beautiful. Do you mind taking us through a practice just to illustrate what you mean right now? Absolutely. So right now, taking a moment and you can just stay in whatever comfortable position you're already sitting in. There's no required movement. A lot of times people feel like they need to sit in a particular way for meditation practice. But the key is really to rest in a comfortable way where you're still and then bring your awareness inward. So I like to close my eyes and just start to focus my attention inward. And the first step is really just to notice what you're feeling. The word mindfulness means to see clearly. So all we're trying to do is see clearly what's true. And so for some of us right now, we might be feeling afraid. So you might just notice fear. Some of us might be feeling a lot of grief, sadness, notice that. Some of us might be feeling angry, frustrated. So whatever you're feeling, just know, A, you're not alone. There are millions of people feeling that way right now. And 
and B, it's important to be able to name it. When we name our emotions, it actually calms down our nervous system, downregulates our physiology and helps us not be so reactive. As I was saying before, it, it allows us to empty out our cup. And then the second step is to bring kindness to yourself, to offer yourself compassion. Sweetheart, this is scary, this is hard. To treat yourself like you would treat a dear friend who is suffering. Put your arm around their shoulder. Can you bring that same kindness to yourself? And maybe just letting it in 5% more. It doesn't have to be perfect. So 5% more kindness. And then finally is this step of common humanity where we offer this kindness out into the world. We offer it to all the other millions of people who are also feeling scared or stressed or overwhelmed. And we recognize we're all in this together, that we're not alone, that we belong to each other. As Mother Teresa says, offering this compassion out with each exhale and then breathing it in with each inhale. And as you're ready, taking a deeper breath in and out. You can let your eyes open and just stretch your arms above your head. Good. Ah, oh, that was wonderful. Thank you. Wow. I mean, just even that one simple, maybe five minutes was just so beautifully calming to my nervous system. And I hope you all listening felt it too. Shauna just has that whole, you know, her vibe is so calm and beautiful and lovely. <laughs> In this world of, you know, that we're just um, facing so many um, unknowns, you know, I, I can understand in my own world, you know, when I'm mindful and when I'm practicing mindfulness, it just, it helps me keep everything in perspective. You know, it helps me bring my attention back to the present moment. And that is always what I found the safest place to land is in the present moment. And let's talk about that for a minute. Shauna, what is your, you know, best mindfulness strategy to bring your attention back to the present moment? Well, I actually have many strategies because I find that my mind wanders off a lot. I think some people are just naturally mindful. You know, my, my mom, for example, she's present, she's calm. And I feel like I actually need to practice. <laughs> and luckily, I remember pretty quickly, but I also forget pretty quickly. So what I would say is my superpower is coming back to the present moment. And the breath is a wonderful anchor. This is what most people talk about is the breath being your your friend who guides you back to the present moment. So the breath is wonderful. For me, it's become putting my hand on my heart. Mm -hmm. And it's almost an automatic response now when, when I get stressed or something is challenging, I immediately put my hand on my heart. And it is so soothing. There's this, the intimacy of it. it and I think there's something kind of ancient of, of physical touch. And so... I put my hand on my heart and it immediately brings me back into this moment. And I also feel like this sense of being on my own team, like I'm not facing this alone with my hands on my heart. And so that for me is another quick pathway back to the present moment and back 
to resilience and, and feeling resourced. And I'd say that the other one that I use a lot is feeling my feet on the earth, that there's something very powerful for me of actually just kind of pushing my feet into the earth, wiggling my toes. It's so immediate. Um, so those, those are really my pathways. If I try to think, it doesn't work. What I find is I'm already in my reptilian fight or flight mode. And so trying to talk myself out of it never really works. Yeah, it seems like you're really touching um, stone with your body, you know, like bringing it into your body. And, and that feels so much about mindfulness, too, and why mindfulness is so helpful in creating calm um, in difficult times is because we really are meant to be in our bodies, correct? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that the body is where our emotions reside. They don't exist. It's not like your brain. It's in your body. You feel them, right? You feel a tightening in your throat or you feel butterflies in your stomach or we have these significant, um, I would say, signatures of emotion in the body. And we need to learn how to listen to them. We need to learn how to respect them and respond to their messages. Yeah. And how important is this for um, everyone right now who are either you're sequestered on your own or you're sequestered with your family. And, you know, I mean, let's face it after, you know, five, six weeks of this, everybody's getting really tired of each other. <laughs> I saw a really funny um, video of this man and some reporter was interviewing him and she was like, so would you rather be sheltering in with your wife and your children? So a with your wife and your children or B and it goes B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I have never been so grateful in my entire life than to be doing this, um, not raising children. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I watched my daughter, Jazz, and she's got five, you know, young kids at home. And I mean, they really seriously are all going nuts because they've never, you know, they don't have the social distraction. They don't have interaction at school. She's, you know, She's trying to homeschool three of them that are school-age kids. And I mean, it's just, it's a crazy time for people. That's why I love this so much that when you talk about practice, let's just clarify that for people a little bit. Like, what, what are you talking about when you talk about practice? Like, how much time a day are you talking? It's a great question. And the first thing I will say is I should be more nuanced. So mindfulness and meditation are two different things. And mindfulness is... Um, a way of being, a way of living that you can apply in any moment. So right now you can be practicing mindful listening and we can practice mindful eating or even taking a mindful shower. Meditation is a practice, a formal practice, just like going to the gym where you are training the mind in how to be present, how to be open, how to be kind. And so when I teach people meditation practice, the first thing I say is to set ridiculously unambitious goals. You know, don't try to meditate a half an hour a day because you won't. So I start people off literally with one minute a day. And I say for one week, let's see if we can just do one minute every day. What the research shows, because of course everyone always asks, is, is how much do I have to meditate to get the benefits? And what it shows is that 12 minutes a day is kind of a threshold effect. So if you meditate 12 minutes or more a day, you see these improvements in your immune functioning and you see the reduce in stress and the improvements in sleep. Um, but, but any amount of practice has benefits. 
I love that. And I, you know, I've practiced all sorts of different kinds of meditation, you know, anything from TM to just three minute power meditations and guided imagery. And I think they all have benefit to um, slowing your thinking down. And so that you can, again, as you've been saying, become more responsive to life. Certainly in times like these, that's incredibly helpful. You know, just that we are challenged and we are facing our days in ways that we've never been asked to do before. And so, of course, we're all going to feel scattered and, and unsettled on certain days. And, and we're riding a real roller coaster right now. So I just want to thank you, Shauna, for these beautiful tools and practices you've given us today. And of course, always for your willingness to share your message with the world and I think you'll probably all remember that I had Shauna on recently talking about her new book, Good Morning, I Love You, which everyone is loving. And you can follow Shauna on Instagram at Dr. Shauna Shapiro. She goes on every day and gives her a little inspiration every morning. And it's wonderful. It's very soothing. And I'm super excited to announce that Shauna is teaching a course in our happiness training platform. Um, in the happiness training courses, and it's called You Can Be Mindful, Practicing Mindfulness for Clarity and Calm, which is absolutely more of what she's talked about today. It's her beautiful face on video, and I chime in on some practice, some practical tip videos um, in those modules as well, so I hope you check that out. Shauna, I just want to thank you so much. Do you have an ending message that you'd like to give everyone today? I do. Thank you so much, Chris. One of the most important things, and I think one of the most hopeful messages from neuroscience is understanding that it is never too late to change. That no matter what has happened to you in your life, no matter what mistakes you've made, no matter what your current circumstances, all of us have the capacity to re-architect the very fabric of our consciousness to actually rewire our brain. And so I encourage you to engage in these practices that Chris is teaching and offering because they literally can transform your life for all of us. It's never too late. Ah, thank you so much, Shana. I love you so much. And thank you for your wisdom, for your courage to step into this world with being seen in such a big way. And, and we, we are so grateful for you. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you, Chris. Are you feeling anxious and overwhelmed by recent global events? This is the perfect time to learn how to access your mental health and well-being. And the good news is, you can rewire your brain to feel calmer during this unsettling time. With Christine's new Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Happiness Training Course, you can be mindful, practicing mindfulness for clarity and calm, you'll learn how to develop your mindfulness practice from the comfort of your own living room with mindfulness teacher, Dr. Shauna Shapiro. Now you can enjoy two happiness training courses for only $29.99 at don'tsweat.com.